Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Balancing the Scale with your boy O and V. And we're so excited about uh, being back with you guys, of course. So we have another hot topic for you guys today. Uh, But before we get into our topic, uh, I just want to let you guys know that you are well appreciated. Every aspect of your existence and every single experience that you're going through while you're here on the planet is vital, not just to yourself, but everyone that's connected to you and through you. Um, just understand that no moment in your life is below or above any other moment or any other person. Just embrace the experience and continue to live. The good, the bad, and the ugly always works out for your good in the end. So much love to you guys. All right, so let's get into the good stuff. So today's topic, we're going to be discussing um, uh, the pros. and No, what are we going to talk about again? Mm-hmm. Um, effective communication. Effective communication. Yeah, thank you, baby. I appreciate it. So um, we have a lot of uh, we have a lot of points that we want to kind of go over tonight, and we don't want to waste too much of your time because we know you guys are on your way to work, or you're on your way home from work, or you're sitting in your bed and you're just trying to support the podcast. Shout out to you. We appreciate you. Much mm-hmm. love. Um, but yeah, we want to talk about effective communication and we got a few key points that we're going to hit on. Um, we understand the importance of communication not just, uh, in marriages or relationships, but just overall friendships or whether Mm -hmm. you're at work or whatever family. But, um, tonight's primary focus is going to be on, uh, relationships and some of the things that we wanted to share with you because we get a lot of people complimenting us on our, uh, on our relationships and, um, and how we communicate with each other and different things like that. And some people probably want to know what it is that we're doing, you know, what makes it effective. So we want to definitely talk about that. All right. So queen, how are you today? I'm well, how are you? I'm doing well. So I'm going to start off with you tonight. So mm. why don't you share your points and mostly because I've been doing all this talking. So, okay. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead and get it kicked off. Okay, so we try to come up with um, different points of what helped us in our relationship. And and so one of my points, I think, early on was to be very honest. And I think that that can sometimes be a scary thing for either parties, a male or a woman, um, going into a relationship that's fresh. You always want to put your best foot forward and you want to put, like they say, your representative and all these kinds of things. And you want to just make a really good impression. Um, but I think it's necessary to be very honest in the beginning because then you'll pay for it later on if you're not. And I remember when I first got with Orlando or when I first met him um, and we were talking and we were talking about our past and he had asked me if I was um, completely over the last person that I had been um, talking to. And I had said no, that I, I really wasn't at that point. And it was refreshing to be at that space because with other people, I would have lied and I would I have just. I definitely peeled back. You ain't peeled <laughs> back nothing. You were still calling me every night. Um, so we, you know, we moved forward, um, from that space and it wasn't like, I didn't feel punished by him. I didn't feel like he was going to, um, start ignoring my calls or anything like that. I think he asked the question and he expected an honest answer and he got that. And so therefore we were able to work from there until, until that's, I was no longer in that space. And I think that it's necessary to not only be honest in a relationship, but to know that when you ask questions like that, that you could get an honest answer that you may not necessarily like, um, and to how to be ready for that. Another example is like when you first told me that you loved me, and I said, thank you. Um, and then like a day later. I was not expecting that. 
What did you think when I said that? I have no idea. I thought she was going to be like, oh, I love you too. I'm just standard. <laughs> oh, she'll tell me she loved me. And, we can, you know, and she didn't. And I was like, what? So, yeah, definitely threw me for a loop a little bit. I wasn't there just yet. Relationship was has thrown me for a loop. Like it, it definitely, uh-huh. it definitely challenged me in a in a lot of ways, mentally, physically, and you know, I was like, dang, this is this is crazy. But I mean, when you get those, you just kind of know, you know, it it definitely uh, it builds up your um, the anticipation uh, for the overall relationship and where it's going, uh, depending on on your on who you are as the man, of course. Yeah, so just, I think, just be honest. What's your point? I think, um, it's a piggyback off of what you said, one of mine was understanding the dynamics of your friendship slash relationship. And I think as a man, um, a lot of times we don't really know how to understand the dynamics of the female. Like, what perspective is she coming from? Uh, what is her overall objective? A lot of times we're kind of like, uh, I want to say linear in thought, like two-dimensional, where we just like, oh, she thinks, she thinks I look good. You know what I'm saying? She fine so let's see where we can go from here whereas yo okay so i'm kind of feeling her a little bit so let me let me see what she about like you know what what her friends about you know what type of family does she have what's her culture you know like i mean a lot of times we're not thinking about that until we're really really close but if you know that person is going to be someone that you that you really dig and that you're feeling then you want to try to understand your dynamic the dynamics of your friendship a little bit you know what what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses what you can and um and cannot do or say to that individual so that you can make the adjustments or either choose to get out of uh, the friendship or relationship depending on where you are as an individual so that's one of my main points what do you think about that I think it's, I think that's necessary. I think that if you look at it um, and you're trying to be, especially if you go into it with like your objective and you're just like, I'm trying to smash, you know, or I'm trying to, I don't know, get a date for this wedding to have coming up. Um, you'll miss out on the nuances of the other person because mm-hmm. you have, you know, like you said, your linear track of what you want to go and now where this relationship can go together. Um, I think my second point would be that um, like vulner- vulnerability is a very big part of having an effective communication being able to um, expose yourself and I I definitely was not that um, in the beginning of this relationship and I Mm -hmm. I got in so much better I'm holy and healed now (laughs) ain't I yeah you're great now yes good um so i think that that was a unique setup for us um just like he was saying before you have to understand like the uniqueness of your relationship he was way more emotionally intelligent than i was i would shut down easily i would not talk about anything um and i think understanding that you have to get like you're going to get feedback on that like if the person really likes you they're going to call you out on that and that could be difficult because especially if you're you know, if you think you're pretty awesome, then you're like, oh, wait, what? I'm not emotionally intelligent. Um, and so learning to be vulnerable in both expressing yourself and in receiving feedback about how you're coming across to the other person. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. You um, definitely did not allow yourself to be vulnerable around me at all. Um, but in that, it made me, it kind of brought a little challenge. And I was like, you know what, how am I going to figure this girl out? And and I, I was willing to go that extra length because I understood that I really liked her. And I saw traces, basically, I I saw traces of, of, um, of, I saw traces within her that allowed me to see this, this beautiful woman who, who had this great potential to be a very loving person. 
right? But she kind of blocked herself from exposing that part of herself. Like, she kind of shut that off fast. But, like, I would see it from time to time by little things that would happen in, you know, when we were hanging out or whatever. Like, she would do little things, and I'd be like, oh, shit, that's what's up. I never had that before. But I had then, a timer oh, set up that you see me. I didn't notice. I had a timer set up to remind me to touch you when we hang out, would hang out. It would go off silently, like vibrate, and it would look down and be like physical touch. And then I would hold your hand or something of that nature because oh, I was yeah. so. Yeah, she didn't want me to touch her at all. <laughs> I got yeah, better. Was, you, said, was, you made me sound like an ogre. Oh. Whatever, on to your third my point. Next point. <laughs> so my next point is, uh, which is good, we talk about the, the whole vulnerability because as a man, one of the things that I... Um, had to learn how to work on was uh, I had to understand how I would like to express my emotions to her and I think a lot of men don't know how to express their emotions uh, because we're not really uh, wired that way like scientifically the women have the larger hippocampuses in the brain so that makes them a little bit more emotionally uh, in tune um, not just with themselves but with their environment whereas the man is not necessarily wired in that way that doesn't mean that we aren't capable of having emotion it's just that we don't we have to understand how to express that emotion to the to the person that we're attracted to um, and and a lot of times we don't know where to start with that so uh, as a man I think the best place to start is to ask yourself what keeps you in the relationship um, is it is it the body? Is it is it because she listens? Is it because her lips? Is it because she's smart? Every man is different in that way that they find, um, you know, a part of a woman that makes them that taps to their emotional side. We just don't know how to identify that. What keeps us here is a certain emotional connection. We just don't know how to identify it. Sometimes it's just straight up crazy. Some men just like women that are like on their ratchet shit, like they're crazy. <laughs> so they're attracted to that. So I think if man, if a man can identify with their emotions, then they'll be able to better express to the woman what they desire emotionally so that it'll help the friendship slash relationship. Okay. Um, my third point would be that in love and in a relationship, always try to assume the best of the other person. Um, and I think the Bible speaks very clearly about that in first corinthians and it gives really good advice about how to just like be kind to the other person i think often well not often but sometimes um you can have a mixed match in like love languages and you know he can have a um love language his primary love language could be physical touch or gift giving and yours can be quality time or words of affirmation whatever the case may be but sometimes it could be mixed match where your top love language is his least you know, used to one. And so you can yeah, feel cool. sometimes like, oh, you know, he's not even trying. He doesn't, he only wants to touch me. And by the way, 90, I would say 98% of men's number one um, love language is physical touch, but that's another point for another topic. Mm. Uh, 98% of y'all. So <laughs> some of us women can interpret that as an, oh my God, he just wants to make out or he just wants to get physical so quickly he doesn't express himself he doesn't talk he doesn't really like me he just and it's and it may that may not be the case that just may be his default setting and i think that if you enter into those community into those conversations with love and assuming that at the at their best they're trying to love you the best way that they can you can find a middle point quicker than if you start, mm -hmm. if you go into it trying to attack them for not understanding your particular love language right that's very true because a lot of men 
um, feel attacked whenever they're not expressing in that way. So remember, women like men are still trying to identify or express their emotions and what keeps them emotionally attached to you. So if you're attacking them, mm-hmm. um, trying to get them to connect to you emotionally, everybody has a different type of emotional connection. So um, we have to understand that and then just be patient. And if you don't feel that you're patient enough or you don't want to deal with trying to understand that, get out. You know, um, yeah, because then you're going to just time. create what you don't want. You're going to he's going to shut down. Right. And what you what you wanted was more connection. And what you get is like a pull away. Right. Now, I will say this, uh, ladies, a part of the man's DNA programming is the thrill of the chase. So if you if the man, you know, if you can't connect with him and you're kind of shutting down, that will drive him more sometime to like to get you like well, you had a whole bunch of driving <laughs> right you know you so so like it's, it's like the thrill of the trade the chase right so we want to know man why are you trying to opt out like I'm, I'm telling you i'm telling you sometimes he doesn't know how to emotionally express to you in that way so you guys trying to fill each other out and his emotions come out differently so now it turns into we're trying to emotionally connect but because he's not connecting in a way that you wanted him to it's now like oh no i'm out and now it becomes the thrill of a chase which can become a mistake over time because He's trying to get you back, but in essence, he's just coming back to the same situation. Mm-hmm. It's just really no change. So we have to be careful with that, too. Um, which brings me to my, my fourth point. No, is it my third? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, no, it's my third, right? Yeah, my third. Oh, third so my third point is men, right? So we have to learn how to enter into a relationship with a blank slate. Um, and I know that's difficult because we have so many different types of uh, women that we may have talked to in the past or dealt with in the past as friends or friends with benefits or whatever. Uh, but you have to understand that each woman uh, has a particular way about her that's going to be different from the next. So while we can say, oh, women are emotional, but those states of emotions vary between women. So like you can't enter into that friendship or that relationship with the same mindset that, oh, it's just a woman, especially when you're trying to uh, find someone that you can bring home to your mom. Uh, It makes it difficult a lot of times when you've been with a whole bunch of women because we tend to bring that into the friendship or the relationship. Mm -hmm. So it breaks it immediately and it just doesn't last, right? Something that could have been good could have been avoided if we learned how to understand our emotions as men a little bit better. I should write a book. Yeah. Don't drop that mic. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, I think that's good. I think in understanding that every woman's different, I think to women and to men out there, my point would be, my next point would be, um, above all, make sure to communicate with yourself. And maybe that should have been higher up on my points. Like right after honesty, I think that if you want to have effective communication with another person, you have to have effective communication with yourself first. And that means that you need to check in with yourself often and make sure that you're not being swept away by the desires or the needs of the other person in the relationship. Some people have a way more dominant um, personality than you do. And when you open your eyes, you'll realize that, oh, my God, like I'm so far out to see. I don't even know how to get back to land. And that's why I often tell um, my friends and um, like my sister, I always use them as like my anchors. I'll I'll drop my anchor in this place of like, these are my boundaries. This is what I don't want to do, especially when I'm first starting a relationship, either with Orlando or with anybody. I would say um, like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that or I want to do this and I would set my anchors out with them so that when I got into a relationship it's quick and easy 
to get swept up in love and in emotion and start drifting further and further away from the places that you said that you were not going to venture into. So if you have someone there that you trust and that you love and that who loves you back and wants to see the best for you, they can call you back and be like, mm, remember how you said that you weren't going to do that? And remember how you didn't want to move in with him before you got married? And remember how you didn't want to da 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 da? And so that person can serve as the thing that like that reminds you to check back in with yourself. And I'm not saying that you don't that you can't evolve. Like um, there are things that I said that I was not going to do that I then saw a more beneficial, you know, to do it. So mm-hmm. I do think that you can evolve, but I think that um, that it can that is something that you have to make sure that it is you evolving and that it's not you being swept away. Mm, that's really good. That's really good. I should write a book. You should. We should write a we book. We should write a book. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, so So for my fourth point, um, I think this may be like one that's really close and near and dear to a lot of people, and it may be like controversial, but um, I put a, not every woman is your mother, granny, or aunt. Um, they can have attributes, uh, but you can't force your mom um, or the attributes of your mom, your grandmother, or your aunt, or the uh, lady at your church upon your, your wife, or your spouse, or your girlfriend. Uh, because you have to understand that a lot of times the best example that we have is the, f- is the female energy that we're connected to. And so a lot of times when we meet women, uh, especially when we're coming into friendship, we're trying to utilize the female energy that we, are, that we can identify with, with mm-hmm. and try to project it onto them mm-hmm. and say, oh man, she, she reminds me of my mom or oh man this and this and this now typically when you're you will kind of like find someone that's similar to your mom in a sense but you can't project that you have to just let mm-hmm. that happen you have yeah, to stop expecting yeah. for people to make you a plate yeah get up and make your own plate get up and make your own plate right that's a, that's a fact you know i mean i get it that's like one of the old school rules about making plates and i'm not really trying to go there i am sure if i could make your plate in fact make our plates <laughs> But it took me a little while to get past that point, but <laughs> the fact is, you know, don't don't project your your the the feminine energy that you've had in your life onto those women when they come into your life. It's a blank slate, right? Mm, that's Remember, really it's good. a blank slate. You have to come in and be like, okay, cool. What is it about you that drew me to you? A lot of times, as a man, we don't know. Like when we first meet you, we can't necessarily tell you that. Oh, it was because you're 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 beautiful. Or it was because you're fine. You know, sometimes it's some sort of energetic connection that a man has to a woman that keeps them that they can't really define. And that's not trying to make excuses, but it's a real thing. Um, Energy is something that never dies. You can't kill it, but it's also invisible. So you can't really sometimes explain it like the two hemispheres in your brain trying to define love. It's like it's like one of those things like. We can give attributes of what makes you unique and that, you know, and all of these different kind of things. But at some point, it has to be some things that's just breathtaking. And we have to be okay with that. Like, I'm here and I can't explain to you. I can't explain every every reason why I am. I just I just know that I am. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of my point on that. So just make sure you don't project your mother, your grandma, your aunt onto your friend or onto your, your spouse or your, your girlfriend. Um, just kind of be in the moment. Keep a blank slate and just approach it with the idea that, hey, you know, one step at a time. Um, how can I understand who you are? How can I understand where I am and different things like that? 
And in approaching it with a blank slate, um, I think you can have more, like, I think that people forget to have fun. And I think in, in, in effective communication, fun needs to be included in that. Because when you enter a relationship, it's, I, I will speak for the woman's side, I feel like there's, um, there, first of all, there's expectations of, like, out of the gate there's already expectations that we have set up about where this is going where we want it to go how much time we're going to invest in this and then there's like everything that we do is getting is like trying to gear it to where we think that the relationship needs to go so like our dates our conversations our topics that we bring up are all like trying to guide us to like is he a good man how does he respect his mama um how are how are his bills getting paid you know does he have baby mama drama like we're trying to check off all these lists because our because our conversations are so targeted perhaps and so like um what is the word i'm looking for like when you pre-plan something well i can't i can't draw it right now but, but the, like the, and then also the danger in that is if you have a guy that's kind of like old school like i say he projects his old feminine energy the granny the grandma the old church way a lot of times he'll exist in that relationship or marriage and he's really unhappy but he's mm-hmm. forcing himself through it because you know, he has to stick it out. That's what he's learned. He's never learned that, you know, he has his own dynamic to himself and he has to learn how to identify with what that is and, you know, try to make sense of it. So over time, throughout the years, that kind of builds resentment and, Mm -hmm. you know, and all this other kind of stuff. And you don't realize where all this anger is coming from, where it's from years of not, you know, being present and not understanding the dynamics of the friendship and not mm-hmm. communicating that and not saying, hey, you know, I want to change this or, you know, or meet you halfway. Um, and that's why I think you have to get rid of the agendas when you enter. Um, the, and I'm not saying just be in a relationship for like nine years and then still be like, oh, no, I'm just trying to be free with it. I don't want to have an agenda. No, like obviously the, there can be a goal in the relationship, but in the beginning in particular, I think that incorporating fun, like just having things, there are things that I am certain that you talk to your girlfriend about, that you talk to your sister about, that you don't really talk to your man about. And those, and why not? Why aren't you talking to him about your coworker? Why aren't you talking to him about what you just saw on the web or about which Kardashian, you know, you're rooting for? Like, why don't you talk to him about the fun stuff? And why doesn't he talk to you about the fun stuff too? So that, you know, and that goes back to what we were talking about, um, about every man looks, but not every man cheats. Mm-hmm. So, like if you were having fun, and if you were walking down the street and could say, oh, my God, look at her or look at him, blah, 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 then it would, I think that you would feel like, I oh, mean, I want to hang out with this person because mm-hmm. they're my friend. I think that that's what we have. Like, we want to hang out with each other because we're right. friends. And, and it's not just like I only exist with this person with romance and with, like, responsibility. No, I exist with this person the way I exist with my best bud and my sister. Right. right. Which which that's a good segue because um, the last two points I have and then you can uh, bring it on home is okay man like this is a a scary one but um make sure that we're um make sure that our weaknesses are known in the friendship uh so that we won't have any shockers throughout our relationship as we move Mm -hmm. into that right so that means that you have to understand that vulnerability is a superpower because if you understand your vulnerabilities, then you know how you should and shouldn't move. And then you're willing to express those so that you will not feel um, inadequate or afraid of them knowing your vulnerability. So you have to be willing to say, listen, this is a weakness for me. So I'm trying to get better at that. If you can tell them that and then you guys can both communicate about it, it's a, it's a building stone for everybody. And then it's a beautiful thing to watch that weakness become a strength over time. Mm-hmm. 
time mm-hmm. with each other because it's like dang like that used to be a problem for me and now because i can be honest it's like it's like a it's like a ton of bricks <laughs> being lifted i just hit our light mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what it feels like right it's like a ton of bricks being lifted up off of your shoulder because you don't have this this uh level of anxiety because you have certain weaknesses that you don't want to express so you have to be willing to talk about those weaknesses and if you don't know what they are some men just don't then she'll you, point them out to you yeah she'll point them out to you and then also you can start by just noticing little things that you don't like to do that she wants to do. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, she talked about, oh, she wanted to talk about the Kardashians. As a dude, he may hate that type of stuff. Like, he doesn't like to talk about the Kardashian. Why isn't that you don't want to talk about it? Because it's weird, right? Why is it weird? Because I just don't like talking about it. Well, why? So it goes back and forth, but really it boils down to because it's a whole bunch of emotional stuff, and I'm not, I'm not emotional like that. Mm. When in reality, it's not about your emotions. It's just about you trying to just talk to her and just hear what she has to say at the end of the day like oh well let me tell you what this person did you know yeah you don't want to hear it but it's cool like just hear her out hear what she has to say and then because trust we do not want to hear about the best plays made at the last football game that you went to see or whatever you or you know what engine you just place in your new f-150 like there are things that we find to be boring that we stretch ourselves out to hear some of you not all of you Mm -hmm. yeah but i'm like you know, emotionally available AF right now. Like I'm so killed. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, you are very definitely emotionally available. Yes. Yeah, you're definitely yeah. that. <laughs> um, and then the last thing is for me is just be honest and be clear about your intentions. Oh, please be clear, um, man. I used to have this thing, and uh, <laughs> I'm gonna share this. This is my secret, right? When I was single. Mm. Um, when I was single. I, at some point in my life, I realized that I had to remove the component of a component of dating, like um, not telling a woman that I'm dating or I'm dating her, because for some reason, dating holds a certain connotation inside of a woman's mind that mm-hmm. you're more than just a friend. When in reality, dating means you're seeing multiple people. But for them, dating means like, oh, we're more, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. So I, I remove that component from the equation like, oh, no, I'm not dating. Oh, let's go grab a bite to eat. Let's go catch a movie. I never took you on a date. It was like, oh, let's go out on a date. No, let's let's go grab a bite to eat. Let's have a snack. Let's go check out this this sweet shop I was checking out the other day. You know, it was never a date because then when you start dating, it's like it changes the dynamics of your friendship. And now it's like, oh, what are we? Are we this or are we that? What's this and what's that? No, no. Are you also going to keep yourself from making out with them? So your friends, right? Your friends, Mm -hmm. then eventually if it moves from friendship, then it can move into a relationship and then from a relationship to marriage. But all of that time, you're just friends. What happens with the friendship? If you're totally being honest and clear about your intentions, man, and about what you're what you're looking for, then I think that when that conversation comes up about well, what are we, what are we doing? Well, as of right now, we're friends. But if you're ready to take things to the next level, we can have a conversation about that, you know, and what that looks like. But you see, men, I, I think that this one is a big point because, A, I don't think men often understand what they want themselves um and so they just enter relationships all willy-nilly and just see like oh eventually something will click or not click and then i'll move forward from there whereas women enter relationships much differently and i think that men 
even though you're, you may say with your mouth, oh, I want to be friends, your tongue is halfway down her throat. So to her, that's not friendship. And she also is halfway down his throat as well. It's a two-way street. You can't say that men's throat, men's tongue is down her throat and not saying that she allowed it, right? She had to be like, yes, it's fine for it to happen. Okay, well, then if she says, yes, it's fine, it's because she is now, these actions of us making out is moving her to believe, oh, we're going to be in a relationship because obviously I'm not making out with just all of my yeah, friends. Yeah, but you see this how you're be... assuming? You're assuming. So then, therefore, the conversation is going to come in. She's going to say, what are we? And then y'all going to say, uh, but we not, though. We not friends if you make out with me. But no, we're so friends. So if you're going to set your intentions with friends your... have Friends with benefits. Friends have sex so with you're each gonna, other. Okay, so you all, oh, wow. So no, you're telling these that. men out here to go up to women and be like, hey, yo, we friends with benefits. That's what I want from you. That's not what and I'm that's saying. And that's going to work for them. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying as a man and as a woman, you need to be very clear about your intentions. If you're going to enter into that that friendship, you're going to say, hey, listen, I'm not looking for anything serious right now. Uh, I'm not looking, you know, for anything that I'm trying to, you know, wife you up or call you my girlfriend but i am looking for friends where we can hang out from time to time and we can see where it goes from there and then that's it your intentions are i think that that's good that's, and that's, that's clear I, I, you were clear happens, with your intentions what happens after that if we're hanging out and we get touchy touchy we kiss or whatever you know we're just friends making out we're friends on our way to more but that doesn't mean that we're actually oh, in a relationship that, that's some deep waters right there that's not deep waters I, it's I, honest I, waters and it keeps you it keeps everything clean i never told you that i'm dating you i never said that i want to be in a relationship i said that we we're friends no, you did say you want to be I, in a relationship i said that we're friends moving forward towards more if it goes there so if it gets to the point to where we're going to be more than than friends then we'll see what happens but for now i'm just looking for a friend somebody i can hang with and kick it with and we'll see where it goes from there. I said the exact same thing a few minutes ago. Mm. And that's it. And so I don't now know, I feel like something to... something about this is rubbing me the wrong way. <laughs> like I don't I don't mind the like clear intentions. I feel like when we meet each other, and that's cool. We you should tell me what you want from the relationship, but I also feel like you need to govern your actions according to what you're saying that you want. And you are not out here. Actions. Because see what makes us work is we were both clear. I said that I wanted a relationship. You said that you wanted a friendship. And so, therefore, what you did was you clamped down on the friendship part, and I was trying to push through the relationship part, and you didn't let me. So, I had to eventually respect that was her intentions, and then you knew but my But what intentions. was good was that afterwards, um, when I was okay with still kissing you but not being in a relationship, that you said, I okay, put, so. I shut that we- down. <laughs> I shut it down. I shut it down. See, that's what I'm saying. You have to be clear about your intentions. Why are you laughing? You know I'm telling the truth. I shut, I shut it down. She she was trying to be all this touchy touchy stuff hey, you know and i was trying no. to be like don't put my business out no, there i was. just kissed you once or twice that <laughs> you is all you were all she wanted then, to do was make out no let me let me explain let me explain okay so so this is a proud moment for me my wife and i waited until we were married before we had sex and you always gotta tell people's business no, it's the truth and so one of the things that i think and i know you're like what that's crazy bro like you waited till he was married yeah Jeez. i waited till i was married it's because she set she set a, a boundary and she stuck with it and so therefore out of respect for her i began to kind of like the boundary a little bit but she wanted to be 
she wanted to make out. She wanted to, you know, all that good stuff. And so I was like, wait a minute. Okay, hold first on. of all, if people I that I know may no. be hearing this. Okay, and that's by fine. good stuff, I mean this holding hands. Transparent, transparency. Stop with all the foolishness, okay? So listen. The thing with me was, listen, I don't mind making out you. I don't I love kissing. But like I when you kiss me, I want to go to the next level. So like if you kiss me, I want to kiss you back. I also want to touch and she was not having that. If she couldn't control where the kissy box was going, <laughs> she lost her shit. <laughs> she was like, no, this ain't gonna work for me. I gotta stop. This is getting a little bit too much. So I was like, well, see what happens when you open that box. That's what happens. And so yeah. So, so you so shut me down. So you I basically said, broke yeah, up with yeah. me before. I set we my <laughs> set my promise. If you ain't trying to and you can get out of it because this ain't gonna work for me. So we need that's to, why you rushed to marry me. That's no, why you was like, let's get married. Let's get married within the next um, week. Two of years. The- I rushed to marry. <laughs> two years of waiting. Uh, really? Yeah. You can save that for somebody else. But anyways, uh, guys. So yeah, this is just our our experiences. We just wanted to share with you guys. And um, yes. Yeah. Um, so all in all, we hope that these um, that these little tips will help in the end um, give you great communication with your significant other, whoever you're entertaining at the time. Please entertain one person at a time. I think that that's vital. I think that when your attention is completely taken by one person, you you really show up and you are much more like present and invested than when you are spread thin within with different um, Unless lovers. you've made it clear that you're just <laughs> looking for friends. Unless you have friends with benefits. <laughs> yes. Not just benefits. You have friends with an S. If you have friends with an S, then you've made it clear that I'm just out here and I have friends. That's it. I'm not. And ladies, it is your right um, to walk away from that trash. If it's you not trash. It's, it's honest. If you out I'm here with sure friends. Most women, I'm pretty sure most women would appreciate a man that tells him, listen, I'm just looking for friends, people I can hang out with. I'm not trying to be in any serious relationships. We can hang out from time to time. Yeah, but what a woman says is, what a woman hears is, I'm saying all this crap now, but you can change me because you're special. And so we That's get into <laughs> we get into this relationship thinking, oh, yeah, he's just saying that now. But eventually I'm going to get him like I get all the other ones. And then. Boom, boom, boom. And all the other ones led you right to where you are now. <laughs> <laughs> Single and trying to find somebody. All right. But uh, yes, I have nothing else to say. All right. Cool. So we're going to close out, guys. Uh, it's pretty long. So much love to you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to follow us on YouTube at Balance in the Scale. You can also follow us on Instagram at underscore Balance in the Scale. You can check out our podcast at Apple Podcasts and search for Balance in the Scale. You can also check us out on spotify as well at uh balancing the scale and any other podcast um platform we're pretty much everywhere any type of support that you can give to us facebook uh you can check us out at balancing the scale as well um we're pretty much everywhere and i hope to hear from you you guys send us some comments let us know what you think about this segment and i will look forward to reading them so we're excited about it okay Peace and grand love to you guys, and we're out. Bye.